Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Open Seating Podcast, the only podcast where we still don't have an intro. My name's John. My name's Jordan. We have a big couch. Come have a seat. This is still weird. I don't know what to that say. so gross. I know. What, do you, uh, what can we say instead? It could be like, welcome to Open Seating, where... You, you like the Why can't you just you say, welcome to own, Open Seating, know. I'm John, this is Jordan, and then just go with it. it there doesn't have to be an official introduction. Welcome to Open Seating, where seating is assigned. Hi, it's Sunday. We're doing this in the early afternoon, uh, just as a quick weekly checkup. We still don't have Moxie, that's not going to happen this week. We also uh, still don't have the freedom to leave our homes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. Quarantine. I went to Kroger today. Check in. How's the whole quarantine lifestyle going for you, Jordan? Um, anxiety's at an all-time high, but what? I love staying at home until I'm forced to do nothing else. Gotcha. You know what I mean? When it's a choice. Yeah. Okay. It's like a signed reading. Yeah. In elementary school or in middle school, school and in high, high school. school and college and anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like school. Yeah. Learning's fun whenever you want to learn. Yeah. Staying at home is fun when you want to stay at home. Yeah. Which for a lot of people is a minority of the time. Right. But not us. No. I'm a homebody. I like being home. I like I'm also out. a homebody. It's just. I have thought, man, it'd be nice to like go to a park and take the dog out. Yeah. And, and like, I want to go back to the library and get another book, another Jane Austen book. And the libraries are closed, I think. <laughs> So I can't even return. I mean, I could. I could go return it in the Dropbox. I'm going to have to this week. Yeah. Um, there is a new library that just opened. It's not open yet. It's not? No, I don't Well, think not so. during all this. But well, and I also don't think there's any books in it yet. I don't oh, know. Oh, gotcha. A library without books. Well, they just haven't finished stocking it yet. Gotcha. They've just now finished building it. Oh, I thought I was way more behind and that it was like no, fully stocked, no, they just ready got to go. No, no. They just got the sign up like two weeks ago. Oh. Okay. No one else cares about this. That's all it's right. Fine. All right. Well, quarantine check-in. Still some stress, but uh, but I think we're doing all right. It's going to be the weirdest thing I'm going to have to cut out, and I'm going to leave in that I cut something out. <laughs> uh, Surprise. So with all of the random stuff um, happening, not random stuff, with all the corona stuff, why is, why is toilet paper a thing? Why do people want toilet paper? Is it because they're not in the office anymore to poop or they're not at work and so they're having to use their own toilet paper no, more? No, it's just people panicking. It's sheeple <laughs> panicking. They see everybody else buying a bunch of toilet paper and so they're like, oh, I'll go buy a bunch of toilet paper. Our Kroger still does not have toilet paper at all. None. They have Kleenex now, Yeah, but no toilet paper. They Same didn't have any. Same thing, right? No. <laughs> no, and they're like, don't flush Kleenex if you have to use it as toilet paper. I'm sorry. I'm not going to pee wipe myself with a Kleenex and then throw it in the trash. That's disgusting. I will just make sure to not use 85 Kleenex and clog my sep- my my septic system, my plumbing. Aren't don't they make Kleenex that are like I don't know if biodegradable is the right I word, don't but like flushable idea. Kleenex? I don't know. I feel like that's a thing. They're probably more expensive if they are. Maybe. I'm going to start using leaves. Anyway, Ew. <laughs> what are your thoughts on bidets? And here's why I bring this up. I am uncomfortable So since there's no toilet paper, a solution would be, what if we got a bidet? Because you can buy bidets that just like attach to toilets, right? It's, I'm uncomfortable with that very much so. Is it the act of the water hitting yes. you 
or is it what the water is that's hitting you? It's the act of the water. Gotcha. Hitting me. That's gross. You want you want water when you're showering everywhere. But not when I'm but not specifically using that area. <laughs> the potty. <laughs> um I'd be terrified of putting it on the wrong way and it like shoots up my back. Ew. It like misses. <laughs> so my high school principal is now the superintendent of my old school district and I have several friends who are teachers in this school district and um they had like a big conference call thing something and I don't know if this is his letterboard or his wife's letterboard or what but it was in openly in the back of his portion of the call like openly visible <laughs> and it said quarantine toilet papers or bidets I'm not and he lie. just had it like extremely visible over his shoulder during the whole call. It was planned. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely planned. planned. It was just really funny. It's very him. It was very on brand for him. I feel like I try a bidet. I don't know what my opinion is on it. Okay. I'm uncomfortable with it, so I would not try it. That's your, forced. That's your right as an American. That's right. You can choose to not choose something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to check off bidets on the list. Thank God. You brought something, one of these up. I uh, did. Just to go down the list of things as we thought of them throughout the week. You asked me a question. I don't have an answer to it. I have like some answers. I'm going to read the question. Uh, how about I if read the you... question? I brought it up. All right, go for it. I heard it on another podcast that I listened to, and now I can't remember which podcast it was. <gasps> you listen to podcasts other than this one? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> so do you. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I can't remember which one, but... um. So the question was, yes, it was in bed with Nick and Megan. Thank you. Um, and it, the question was, if you could have dinner with six authors, dead or alive, which authors would you choose? And I'm going to negate the why because that's dumb. Um, but which six authors would you choose, dead or alive? I think I'd choose for all six of them to be alive. Okay. Like at the time that uh, we're having. Well, what authors would you choose? That's the question. Not whether or not the no. authors would oh be alive or God. dead at the dinner. Should I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. So obviously, <laughs> no questions asked, Joe Rawling. Yeah? 100%. Okay. I would also choose Sarah J. Moss. What is she? What she is has she? written the extremely popular Throne of Glass series, My favorite, mm, another okay. of my favorite book series, A Court of Thorns and Roses, and she just released a new book, Crescent City. Nice. She's very talented. Okay. Um, Should I keep track of these so that we have six? Uh, sure. I know. Yeah, let me Sarah, set the mic down. I know Moss oh. is my second. Oh. So Rawling and Moss. Um, Jover. Jane Austen, for sure. Hold, please. Joe Rowling. Sarah J. Moss, S-A-R-A-H. Okay, J cool. M-A-A-S. Yep. Um, Jane Austen, A-U-S-T-E-N. Okay. Um, Luke from the Bible. Oh. The doctor. All right. Uh, who wrote uh, the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts, for sure. Okay. Because um, I really like his style of writing in the Bible. It's very meticulous. I like it. Um. Okay, so that's three. No, that's four. That is four. Oh, I had two more. Um. Who wrote Fifty Shades? You wouldn't do that? I would not. <laughs> I wouldn't. Not even just ask why. No, just like I wouldn't ask Stephanie Meyer either. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Just figured I'd ask. 
um oh my god what was her real name because i can only think of her pen name please hold um my favorite mystery author and i the first book i read by her was under one of her pen names which is victoria holt and victoria holt's real name was eleanor hibbert she had like over five pen names (laughs) eleanor hibbert yes um and she, I love her mystery novels. They're so good. So that's five, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Who was my sixth? Ah, shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. I'm going to start going. While yeah, go think. ahead. I got to remember right. who my sixth one was. I knew I should have written these down when I had the chance. Uh, mine definitely start with Tolkien. Right, of course. Uh, and I'm going to do Brian Jacques. Ah, yes, Redwall. Yes. Um, Jim Butcher. Jim Butcher. Mm-hmm. Deaf Jim Butcher. Because mm-hmm. I've outside. I still Jimmy James. I, st- <laughs> I still haven't read Cinder Spires, but I I love Codex Alira and Justin Files. Um, it's a tough question. Question. Can I have my sixth one be Lin Manuel Miranda? It's it's your list. So. Because well, it was your question he too. Has whatever published you want. a book of his tweets. Good morning and good night. Sure. Okay, good. Then Lynn is my your Lynn last is one. My sixth. Okay, so you got Joe Rowling, Sarah Moss, Jane Austen, Sarah J. Moss, Sarah J. Moss. Uh, is there another Sarah Moss? I don't know, but it's it sounds wrong if you don't say Sarah J. Oh, Moss. Okay, Sarah J. Moss. Kind of like it sounds weird. It still sounds weird to say Joe Rowling instead of J.K. Rowling. Luke. Yes. Uh, Eleanor Hibbert mm-hmm. and Lynn Manuel Miranda. Sounds good to me. Cool. I got three. Okay. Those are the big ones. Okay. Um. So Tolkien, Jacques, and Jim Butcher. I'm going to leave it there for now. That's all I got. Three. Do you like those questions in general where it's like, if you could go to dinner. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I do. If you go to dinner with five people, living or dead, would you go to Outback? (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Like, where would you go? But I I like to think about who I would. I like to see how my, uh, my answers change. Yeah. Yeah. You could count Stan Lee. I could do Stan Lee. Yeah. We'll keep thinking about it as we keep as we go along. We've got four so far. All right. Next up. Oh, we got uh no, we'll do those last. Never mind. <coughs> um speaking of books, I had a question. Why why are all young adult novels post apocalyptic? They're either post apocalyptic or they're the uh, absolutely not accurate portrayal of a current high school. Right, like is that? I guess those are just easy to write. Yeah, or it's easy to think of a variation of it. It's easier to make teenagers seem older when you do it post-apocalyptic, and they have no choice but to fend for themselves, like Katniss Everdeen from Hunger Games. Or insert any other. Well, not any other. I mean, Harry Potter's not post-apocalyptic. I don't think I count that as young adult for some reason. It's really not young adult. It's all it's all ages. Um, technically, a Court of Thorns and Roses is young adult but it is not post-apocalyptic it's fantasy same gotcha. with throne of glass I, my question is less that but why are all young adult almost all young adult main characters like main protagonists female do you think like i get all, it all with the, the whole strong female narrative but like Sometimes, like House of the Scorpion that I'm almost done with now is a young adult post-apocalyptic novel and the main character is a boy, yeah. a guy. And it's kind of refreshing. And and a woman wrote it. 
And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Matt being the hero. I imagine, tell me what you think, but I imagine part of it is um, that's in right now. So authors are writing from that point of view. Because people will read about it. And also, but then also do you think a lot of the young adult authors are women? That's a genuine question. I don't know if that's the I case. I think but. yes. I think yes and no. Um, but you can't really make, I mean, you can make that argument, but it's it shows in some authors' cases, not all, it shows laziness, I think. Because, like, Joe Rowling wrote the entire Harry Potter series basically from Harry's point of view. Well, I guess it's write what... I you know what I mean? I don't say write what you know, but I, guess, it, but I um, get what you mean. The guy who wrote Maze Runner, um, I can't remember his name right now, um, but the main character of Maze Runner is a is a guy. Yeah. Um, so that, I guess, kind of makes sense. Who wrote Maze Runner? Um, those books are so good. The movies are trash, but the the books are great. Um, James Dashner, that's his name. I don't know. I mean, Nancy Farmer, who wrote House of the Scorpion, is success has successfully written two books, two young adult novels with a male protagonist. It's not yeah. impossible. It just yeah. that's why I said in some cases it can seem like a lazy choice to just write. It would seem like more of a challenge to write from a different person's perspective. Fair, you know what I mean? I, I get what you mean. I'm wondering if part of it is write what you know. Maybe they just, it, it's, maybe if it's a woman writing for a female character, it's easier to sure, sure. create the correct emotional nuance in the character. But to a certain extent, I would argue it just, whatever gender you choose, it should just fit well for the story that you're trying to tell. And Maze Runner is a good example of how not every single young adult novel has to have a romance in it either. Like, there's a teeny bit of romantic tension in Maze Runner, mm-hmm. but it's really virtually non-existent. And that might be purely because a man wrote it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm sure that it's just a a, a stereotype or, a, or it's just yeah. a, a commonality between in the genre. Like, in fantasy, you always have goblins and orcs and or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm, not elves. always. Not always, but you understand what I mean. It's just it's a staple for it. Yeah, I know. Um, and they're always the same type. Like elves, like Harry Potter is one of the only fantasy novels I can think of off the top of my head without thinking too hard and doing a lot of research where elves are not portrayed as tall, elegant, immortal, beautiful, forever young, you know, not the Tolkien archers. Elves, right. Like, yeah, Tolkien elves. Um, huh. He popularized. Because those elves are that way. Elves are that way in Aragon, the, yeah. the Inheritance Cycle by Chris Polini, which is another of my favorite books. Um, Elves are short. They're small in like the Artemis Fowl series, but they're still, uh, well, Artemis Fowl, yeah, but not like Harry Potter is one of the novel, only novels I know of where elves are like less than, you know what I mean? Like house elves are to most witches and wizards seen as nothing but slaves. Fair enough. And that's probably, that's more to say that out of popular fantasy series, that's, the, that's one of the only really popular ones that yeah. that's the case. Yeah. There are and troves, are... There are troves of, of, mis- of uh, not mystery, of fantasy novels that right. does something similar. And dwarves but... are always like Gimli. They're short. They always have red beards. They are, they've got like a Scottish, Scottish accent. accent yeah. Like, please get imaginative. Like, I, I long for, el- for dwarves that are like Snow White's dwarves. <laughs> you know what I mean sometimes? Because sometimes it's like, okay, not every dwarf has to be freaking Gimli. Okay? I, like, I think give it, it a rest. I think get I'm creative. Fine. I'm fine with the 
with the stereotypes. I don't know. It just as bothers as, me. As long it's as the lazy. story is told well. I don't care about yeah. reusing the same thing as long as the story is told well. I used to care I a lot more. It. I used to care a lot more, but I, I, I think now I just don't. Same with young adult stuff. It doesn't bother me if a woman is writing for a girl no, or a woman yeah. again as well, long really, as the story is interesting and as long as it young lends adult, itself to the story. Young adult stuff is always going to follow what's in right then. Like when we were in high school, every young adult novel was about vampires because of Twilight. Yeah. Every young adult novel was about vampires. Um, and then for a while they were about zombies. And then for a while they were all along the same lines of Hunger Games. Um, it's just whatever's popular. Like right now... For a while, there's been a trope of a lot of them being very similar to, like, Gossip Girl. Really? Um, yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. It's it's just whatever's in. Whatever they can get teenagers to buy. Yeah. Teenage girls to buy. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think is the hardest genre to, like, write for or create for, even with TV and, and movies and all that then? I feel like fantasy could be difficult to do a good fantasy series, but there's at least it's easy to pick out stereotypes and at least create a world around it. Same I with historical mystery. fiction, I feel like, is not super difficult to write because it's say, a twist on something that exists already. I say mystery for people yeah. to take it seriously because a lot of mysteries are like Scooby-Doo. dollar novels yeah. or like, you It's know, a Scooby-Doo mystery. It's something well, super cheesy, super cheap. It's even like a, like, a, like a cheap romance novel. You can just write it real quick, have a few sex scenes in there for the women that are going to be buying it. Yeah. And if you do buy those, I'm not judging you for it. Yeah. I'm guilty of reading books like that as well. Um but for like a Agatha, an, a an Agatha Christie caliber mystery or a um, Victoria Holt caliber mystery, I oh, think those are getting a lot harder. Daphne du Maurier is style James Patterson mystery. a mystery writer? James Patterson is more, I think, suspense. Gotcha. Okay. James, but Pat- yeah, but yeah, you, but still, like quality stuff. Yes, that's not even though it uses a lot of similar. Carrie Maniscalco, who writes under James Patterson's young adult um, publisher that he has now. Yeah. Um, she's written another series that I really, really love, the Stalking Jack the Ripper series. Um, that's actually, in my opinion, fantastic. It's very well written. It's very dark for a young adult novel. It's very graphic for a young adult novel um, in violence, not even in yeah. like sexual tension, but in violence and gore. It's very it's dark. Explicit. It's very explicit, but I loved it. I ate <laughs> it up. I was like, why are they not all like this? And I totally got why James Patterson was like, give this girl a full series like there's four books in this series and i ate them up you're making me want to read them i think you should because yeah the the main character is a female it's very sherlock holmes-esque yeah um to me again to me it doesn't it doesn't matter who what gender the main character is as long as it lends itself to a good story yeah it's um the first one is stalking jack the ripper and then hunting prince dracula escaping from houdini and then the the fourth and final one came out last year Capturing the Devil is the one that came out last year. That's oh, yeah. the one I haven't read yet. Um, but God, they're so good. And sometimes you, th- and she's also really good about like some young adult mysteries, especially based off of who they're uh, trying to target can be kind of easy to figure out what happened. But hers are actually li- like the first one. Um, 
the first and the second one especially the the stalking jack the ripper and hunting prince dracula what actually ended up happening and who actually ended up being behind the crimes at the end i was completely shocked i had no idea yeah i was like what is going on how long are those books? That's my thing with mystery. Is They're that about 300 pages. I like, I like good, I, I like I really guess. long fantasy. I like really long sci-fi. I like those because to right. me, there's more world building. With they a mystery, where the full. Point, well, where the point of a book or of a story is literally the plot points of who did what and what are the specific actions rather than the world itself. Yes. Those, I don't want to be 7,000 pages. You know? No, they I are not 7,000 7, pages. Series, no, know? they're shorter than, they're they're probably about the, I'd say they're about the size of the first, second, third. None of them are longer than probably Prisoner of Azkaban. 400 pages? About 300, 400 pages. Okay. They're pretty, they're, they're, they are enough to leave you feeling satisfied okay. and wanting the next story. Um, but they're not so long that you're like, all right, get to the freaking point. I'm over this. I'm bored. Like, I just want to find out what happened. Right. Or this is too much information. Yeah. God, I love that series. They're so good. I need a book podcast or a book blog. Do a book blog. Maybe I should. We could a, do a side book podcast. Maybe I should do a book blog Why don't we, in addition to my music blog. We could do a book club podcast. Oh my God, a book club podcast. We do two, two different ones. Yeah. We got our general I purpose one here. I could be the main host of the book club podcast. If you'd like. That's not a bad idea. We'll talk about it. Okay. We'll come back to it. Okay. We'll put a rather, pin in rather it. Rather than this, the random ramblings that I like to host. We're going to put a pin in it. Yeah. <laughs> I like structure. I do not. I uh, all right. I love you, though. I love you, too. Yay. What's next? Next. Next one that I had on here was just a question of, like, why? It, it, it is not why. I understand why. It's blown my mind how many people are playing this Animal Crossing game. Oh, my God. Everyone. Maisie Williams uh, tweeted about it. Everyone like, all, is playing it. Everyone's playing it. It makes me want to buy it now. We tried to buy it at Target yesterday when we got out for a brief. Well, we went to Target for something else. Right, but, but we, we tried to buy it, and they were sold out. You yeah. couldn't find it. Yeah. It's... Which is good. I like I like people being like liking a chill game and liking a game because I like video games and I want more people to play video games. But it still surprised me, especially with that type. It's a it's a simulator more or less. You're building right. your home. It's you're a farming doing, simulator. You're doing a lot of chores. You're going around. A lot of people would find that boring, but it's, people are not. Dare I say it? It's Farmville. It almost it's a better Farmville. It's what Farmville wanted to be. <laughs> Yeah. But as a flash game, that's all it could be. Pardon my French explicit warning, but fuck Farmville. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I think we talked about this. It was a last week about Stardew Valley as well being a great... Input. Yeah. Stardew Valley is too di- too detailed and too difficult. Yeah, so we I, talked about Animal uh, Crossing last week too. But yeah, Stardew Valley, which I liked, but I, di- I didn't get as into same. as you did. You got farther than me and you didn't even get that far because yeah. it gets too... Apparently, the longer you go, it just gets really difficult to like satisfy anything yeah because it's it instead of um yeah because i don't think we talked about how we actually did play stardew valley a little bit um right. it gets to the point where you are having all these relationships with the people in the town uh, on top of doing the actual duties of all of the duties involved with uh, having your farm um having relationships with people of certain levels to get other things done not just in an objective mindset but even just like how long it i don't know the uh, it just it was a great game for people who want to just get lost in doing that for hours and hours and hours at a time. I feel like Animal Crossing is a dip in, dip out. It's a great time, and, or it's at least more palatable um, and more serviceable for individual actions. It doesn't take 30 minutes to plant something. It takes 
uh, it, it's three minutes, right? Right. So it, it's just, I don't know. But I'm I'm impressed with how many people are picking it up. It and how makes many people me willing to it. play it. I think I said last week I've never had an interest in an Animal Crossing game, but now I'm like intrigued. I've heard this one is also doing something different than all the previous games. I've I've never tried a proper Animal Crossing game. I played the the mobile one, um, Pocket Camp. Didn't really get into that though. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we'll we'll get this one and give it a shot. We'll share an island, and then Aww, go from there. Mer. I'd share an island with Aww. you. All right. Last two things. Okay. If you want to talk about this, I had WordPress as something to talk about. I am far enough away from the incident at this point to where I'm not going to be like, I'm not either going to go into a blind rage or cry. I'm not going to have to cut stuff out of the podcast. No, shut up. So, um, I, my, I have, I started my music blog, Audio Aesthetics, back in November of last year, and I was doing it on WordPress.com, which is free. Um, it's hosted by WordPress, so I didn't have to like go through a third party website hoster etc um and it was going really well and i write write and post my blogs on mondays i do all my research the rest tuesday through sunday and then i actually write the blog monday afternoon and post it um so monday went just like normal around lunchtime i started writing um everything went great i was really proud of the post i was feeling really good um and i will usually send it to a select few people before I actually post it online, like on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, just to check it out. make Yeah, sure just stuff. to be like, hey, does the link work? Blah, blah, blah. I want you guys to have it first. You know, especially like um, there, on this. Are there typos? Well, that. But also on this specific blog, um, I've been doing specialized playlists for each Zodiac sign. And I'm asking like three of my friends from each Zodiac sign to submit in a favorite song. Mm -hmm. So if it's one of those, I will send it to those people as well and be like, thank you so much. I wanted you to have it before I put it on Facebook. Um, but anyway, so I was starting to do that and I noticed literally less than 10 minutes after I posted it, I was sending it to a few people and the link stopped like, you know, like when you send it an iMessage and it actually gives you like a picture preview. Gives you a preview of it. Yeah. yeah. It quit doing that. And I was like, is something wrong? And so then um, I'm, I uh, got a message from one of my best friends that I always send it to because she blogs as well. She has a travel blog, um, also through WordPress.com. But she sent, it, she sent me a screenshot saying my blog had been removed. Yeah. And she's like, what's going on? And I said, uh, what? And so I tried to go back to the site, and sure enough, it said my blog had been removed. I, I checked my email to see if I had gotten a warning or anything. Nothing. No information. Just no contact. The They're like, J uh, this has been removed due to violations from our terms and conditions. Email us as soon as possible. So I filled out the form. I said, hey, my blog just got suspended and I have no idea why. Can someone get back to me ASAP, please? Um, so that was at about 3 o'clock, 3.15-ish. I would like to go ahead and speed forward a little bit and say I did not hear back from them someone until after midnight. Nine hours later, upsetting. you checked the next day. And I was that it checking. Came I was checking. You didn't wake up at at twelve. No, I'm just saying I was checking about every. I was so upset. I was checking like every five minutes for a response, and I woke up at seven o'clock on Tuesday morning and had gotten a response at about midnight. Yeah. 
I was devastated. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, it's it's impossible to find any information also. It didn't tell you what was wrong. It either. didn't tell me what was wrong. It just said I'd violated the terms and conditions. I said, which term and which condition? I don't understand. Just tell me what I did wrong so I can fix it. Yeah. You and um, I went through the terms and conditions. We looked at everything. We were like, we're not violating anything. Right. I don't know what is right. going wrong. And so then I thought about it and what I found another. Would have found. I found another page and it said something about violence and things like, like don't, inc- obviously don't incite violence. And I was like, oh my God. Because one of the songs I had featured on the, the air, this was songs for the Aries. One of the songs I'd featured was Foster the People's um, Pumped Up Kicks. Pumped Up Kicks, which I had made a comment that most people who know about Pumped Up Kicks know anyway about it. The lyrics are about a school shooter. And I was like, oh my God, is that what upset them? Right. And so I emailed them back immediately after that. And I said, look, I think I figured out what the problem is. Is there any way y'all will let me into the post to edit it to remove it? And I can still keep my blog. Like this blog has been a severe source of like sanity for me for the past four and a half months. It's been a great creative outlet. For it has you. been a great creative yeah. outlet. It, it, I get so excited on Mondays cause I'm like, I get to write my blog today. <laughs> um, it's just been really good for my anxiety to mm. write it. And I was like, and I also, I hate getting in trouble. I hate getting in trouble. I've hated getting in trouble since I was basically since I was born. Um, so the thought that I had done something wrong and was in trouble and didn't know why was bone crushing for me. Like I could not, you can ask John, I could not quit crying for probably about two hours. I was so upset. Um, so finally I woke up Tuesday morning to an email back and they're like, Oh um, yeah, you got suspended for having links to a third party in there. And because that violates our advertising terms and conditions, we're not reinstating you. Which first of all, it did not violate second. So links had been on there since you started the blog. Right. So I had an Amazon associates account because I was worried about copyright because I put Mm -hmm. lyrics in there and I was like, I'm a little worried. And it was John's idea for me to do an Amazon associates account to post links to the songs on Amazon on there. So that way, if anybody wanted them, they could click on them and they could buy the song. And I didn't see anything in WordPress's T's and, and C's that would violate that. And right. And I could have WordPress made a tiny pa- bit of money off of it. And other WordPress pages have right. used Amazon links I wasn't, before. So. Basically, I was not advertising right. for Amazon. And so I emailed them back. I said, what, the Amazon links? So you're not even going to let me, I can go in and remove those in two seconds if you will let me in. You're seriously going to ban me for that? Where in the terms and conditions say I can't, does it say I can't have an Amazon link? Right. No response. By noon, I was over it. Noon on Tuesday, over it. Switch to Wix. Mm-hmm. My Wix site looks so much better than my WordPress <laughs> site ever did. As you can tell, we're not sponsored by either. No. Um, literally, I checked. I went to work. I came back. Um, and <laughs> I came back to an email that apparently had been sent as I was creating my Wix site based off the timestamp. Oh, I'm so sorry. You got flagged by our automatic bots. It was an accident. We've reinstated your blog on WordPress.com with no questions asked. And I completely ignored it. And now I'm on Wix. So (laughs) check out your girl. (laughs) But that's also a great uh, example of just customer service. Like You you, can't get a hold of these people. They don't have a phone number. Yep. 
you, they, they don't have a phone number. They it's clearly work only. in a different time zone. Um, it was a nightmare and anxiety for someone who has really, really high anxiety anyway. It was a literal nightmare for me for about for close to 24 hours. And finally, I was like, whatever, screw it. And I went to Wix and I've had no problems in the six days since I switched to Wix. Yeah. But my site looks better. I can customize the site it is pretty however fancy. I want. So anyway, that's my story. You have, we have friends who use Wix for their stuff as well. Yeah, so I've got a really like... good friend who has her blog on Wix and yeah. it looks fabulous. So yeah. The end. We're a Wix family now. There we go. Hmm. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Is what I have to say to WordPress.com. Even though my best friend's travel blog is on WordPress.com and hers is fin- fantastic. But um, again, explicit warning. No, I'm not going to say it. Um. We need, to, we need to get her on as a guest also to talk about her travel stuff. Um, so it's going to be after once social distancing. Corona, yeah, once the corona stuff calms she's, down, she's going to be on. She's already said after social distancing she wants to be here. And so. a pilot friend is going to be on as well. And we're gonna have all this right, she has stuff. to be in town, though. Right. She but lives she out is. of state. But when she She's is. my other best friend. Anyway, all right. That's something that has not, te- not terrified me uh, with the number of podcasts that are out there. I'm not afraid of anything that we talk about here. Um, oh god some of the podcasts we listen no, to yeah. come on like no it's gonna be perfectly fine but no but similar vein if i i listen to my favorite pod- murder for god's sake but if, <laughs> if this podcast was taken down by apple by a bot filter and then they were like oh no it's perfectly fine like i that that would be a nightmare yeah and it's a great lesson for customer service and then just branding in general like don't don't have bots that can yeah. automatically take it down have bots that can like flag stuff for you for you to manually do it for the company to do that don't just automatically take people's stuff down because right. you're gonna lose users that if way, i right? had gotten an email like a warning email yeah. that's different Be but like, to hey. just suspend my account to where i can't even access any of my stuff screw you yeah they should have been hey get back to us within 24 hours otherwise we're going to shut down your site because xyz you want correct right that would have been been the best way to handle it the way they handled it was not professional it was not okay i was very i mean as you can tell and i've said multiple times i was devastated i was so upset it's like i wasn't even mad i was hurt it's like being kicked out of a store that you really like yeah for no reason for no reason and then they're like why and then out later on, uh, you find out outside the store, oh, it was actually a mistake. You can come back in. You're like, no, I'm going to no, go to this other store. You lost my freaking business. Yeah. Sorry about you. No. Bye. Dumb. Anyway. So we're a Wix family now. We're a Wix family now. That was weird. Ew. All right. We got our first emails. We're going to move on to that. Yay. Finally. What is this week? Is this week 10? Uh, 11. Oh episode god. 11 week 12 because oh episode god. zero i took down oh my god we don't talk about episodes we don't talk about episode we don't zero talk about that but so we have two emails right that you haven't let me read because you wanted to read them live on here correct yeah. there but one is from uh very good friends of ours and the other one is from a family member so <laughs> we'll, we'll go down the line i'm gonna try and uh can i don't I know read if today them? i like reading stuff out loud yes what i'm gonna try if you'd like to you can yay what I want to try and do is get like intro music for the email segment. Well, eventually, yeah. This is our first time. Yeah. Maybe after the podcast is over, I'll try and get a little audio snippet of us going like emails or something like that. And then I'll have music going and then I that's keep, it. I keep hearing every time I think about that for some reason. Remember homestarrunner.com? 
when we were kids. I remember you talking <laughs> about Homestar Home Runner. Runner. So there was not. one. I was an albino black sheep kind of guy. There was a there was a section where one of the guys would read emails. Strong bad, the character would read emails, and he did a little ditty at the beginning of one of his emails. It wasn't every time. But every or I don't remember what it said. Something. You, you it was like something, it, something, okay. something, something, something. Email every week. I hope that it's from a female. Oh man, it's not from a female. <laughs> okay. And that's just what I hear every time we talk about emails. In case you want to send us an email ever, please keep the streak up at openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. That's openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. It's my podcast. I don't even have to say it. And you just say it for me. It's great. I'm your co-host. I'm just trying to help you. Thank you very much. Because I love you. Love you too. All right. Ready? First one is from your grandmother. You do not have to say the names for the sake of privacy. This is Jody. Just so you know, I love Thin Mint cookies and mint flavor. We have a box of Girl Scout ones right now. Enjoying y'all's podcast. I call my grandmother Honey, just so you know. Um, I stand by everything I said. I just Um, love that she's listening to it. (laughs) I don't don't like Thin Mints. I'm going to stand by my stance. Samoas are the best Girl Scout cookie. I still love Thin Mints. They're not my favorite, but I love them. Are you somewhat... we, We freeze them, right? Yes. Because so, they last right. Longer. So the best I've, I think I think my coworker does this with his daughters, um, where they 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 Girl Scouts right trying to sell the Girl Scout cookies. Everyone tries and sells them tries to sell them right at the beginning before they get bad. Oh, is this they your friend? Freeze that, them. Yeah, and he sells them all year. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, so and smart. And he'll pick them up and he always sells out. That is and it's so great. smart. It's super smart. So if you have if your parents and you have kids. Freeze the like Girl Scouts. Freeze the Girl Scout cookies and then sell them all year round, and you'll always sell out. But always, great. even if you buy them so that they last longer, freeze them. Freeze them. Buy two boxes of each flavor that you like and freeze a box. That way, you have them all year. Yeah. All right. Next email. There are two emails. Ooh, from the uh, same person. Yes, from the same person. Ooh. Again, you do not have to say that. If no. you say the name, say the first name. Right. This is no from lessons. our friend Casey. First email, second email. Okay, first email. Sorry, Jordan. Toilet paper goes over. Check the last episode of 100 Humans on Netflix. I don't know. Casey, I love you so much, but you're wrong. El Wine Chateau makes me want to turn my body inside out as well. (laughs) Casey, I knew I loved you. I am with you on pronunciation. However, we all say Colorado differently than people who live there. Do they say Colorado? They do. That's true. no. I have been working from home, drinking my hot, dirty leaf slash bean water and listening. (laughs) You're so cute. I love you. Um, Second email from her. They were sent on. They were sent one day after the other. Other random stuff. Loved Knives Out. (laughs) It's just okay. I don't know. I just didn't know if she sent them like simultaneously. That's just me observing. I'm just observing. It's just funny to say out loud. It doesn't matter. Just (laughs) oh my god. Second email. Other random stuff. Loved Knives Out. They announced the sequel pretty quickly after you discussed it on the podcast. New story, but focusing on Benoit Blanc. Yee! <laughs> yes. Your boy. Agreed. Your boy, Benoit Blanc. Samoas are the best, but Thin Mints are second and Taylor's favorite. Taylor is Casey's husband. GS uses two different bakeries, and they do each do things a bit differently, even if it's just naming. Maybe a copyright thing? We oh, I didn't that, yeah. think about copyright. I always knew about that because I was a Girl Scout. Because West Coast Samoas are called, what was the other one you Tag- said? Uh, Ta- not Tagalongs. Um, um, Caramel Delight. Well, here in Texas, the, whatever bakery we get them from calls them Caramel Delights. Really? They used to be Samoas, and now they're Caramel Delights. Oh. 
I've always called them Samoas. I don't. I think, think it's I, and I don't think it's east and west. I think it's north and south. Oh, gotcha. I don't know though. Um, Taylor has been in love with the Redwall series and Brian Jacques as an author since he was a young lad. We have almost all the books and multiple of a few of them. Thanks for being awesome. You are so welcome, Casey. We love you both and we Brian, miss you. Brian Jacques is a great author. Again, you know what? I would not put J, uh, George R. R. Martin in no my No one would put George R. R. Martin. No would, one. Not a single person. I feel like a lot of people would. I don't think that's true. But <laughs> but to that end, I would, if you have read Game of Thrones, um, if you are open to, I guess you're open to fantasy, but if you're open to like Redwall, the Mossflower and then the Redwall series after Mossflower, uh, it's Game of Thrones, before Game of Thrones, but it's all using animals. It's a fantasy series. So like there's a, a a bombardier mouse and like sword cats and all that other stuff. Um, read that series. In my opinion, it is what it is better than Game of Thrones. In my personal opinion, um, so if you like that style of like a bunch of a bunch of stuff moving, warring factions, um, large political thing, give the Mossflower book and then the Redwall series. Give it a try. You may end up liking it. I read all of uh, Mossflower, and it was a very long read, but it was a very good read. And I, I think I started Redwall, but I don't remember if I finished it. But I, I think I liked Mossflower more than Redwall. I get it. I get it. I read Moss. I read Mossflower first, and so it has a special place in my heart. I get but it. I don't know if it would. I honestly, I need to re- reread from, the series. I don't know right. if it's like looking through at. Mossflower through rose tinted glasses, and maybe Redwall is a better written well, series, and, but I need to reread it and see. And Mossflower is a prequel to Redwall, right? Kind of like how the Magician's Nephew is a prequel to Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, or The Hobbit to Lord of the Rings. Right. I need to read. I need to read C.S. Lewis again. God, those are good. That's an that's an author I'll throw on C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, what a baller, man! He's so good. Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe is the Easter story. Change my mind. <laughs> Silver Chair, still, I think my favorite series. I've never read Silver Chair. Silver Chair is my favorite one of the series. Prince I Caspian is the best movie. I remember the Silver Chair being the best. I haven't read those books in years. Right. Very long time. I, I don't know if I have them here or if they're packed at my parents' house, but I had a full one, like one, it was the full anthology of all of them in chronological order, but in one book. You know what I mean? In one actual yes, novel? One or volume. In a, gotcha. Wait, one volume. Was it one, you only had one set, yeah, a, a cover and then one back and that's it yes okay but it was Not every book books. divided up gotcha yes, okay. yes. lord yes. of the rings does that a lot where it's yes. the three books in one Fair yes enough. i got that after Li- the lion the witch and the wardrobe movie came out when we were in middle school the disney version one binding that's what i was trying to right. say yeah. yes um prince caspian is the best one of the disney movies ben barnes is hot as hell again change my mind if they ever do a marauders series ben barnes should be serious black the end i love serious black Casey, I agree with you. Toilet paper goes over, um, but we don't, Casey. we don't, we don't fight about that in this household anymore. Casey, I thought we were friends. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you were paper on goes my over. side. Uh, She's on the front side, strong side, shut up. winning side. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah. If you guys have any thoughts, comments, questions, uh, or anything that you'd like to send us, topics or whatever, send us an email at openseatingpodcast at gmail dot com. That's open seating podcast at gmail dot com. If you're from that one place in like North Oh my where, God, Minnesota, Minnesota. Where are you? Represent Minnesota. Where We're are waiting. you? Come on, send us an email. Open seating podcast at gmail dot com. We Hit need us up. to know who you are. Now, e- even if you leave it anonymous, just like no, don't tell leave us it about- anonymous. I need to know who you are. 
I need to know actively, even if it's just the first name. I need to know who I'm speaking to. Minnesota. Minnesota. They're just going to send back, it's like, John and Jane Doe. What? That's fine. That's what I'll call you. Okay, fair enough. I want to learn more about that. Where, where I forgot even what the place was called. That's fine. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> I have tabs open still. We haven't seen this Tiger King thing. Why is everyone talking about Tiger King? Because it's a apparently it is batshit crazy. So it's a documentary. Here, it, Here's what... Uh, Google says about it, um, Tiger King Murder, Mayhem, and Madness is a 2020 true crime documentary television series about the life of Joseph Maldonado Passage. Joe Exotic. Apparently, this guy um, had a warring thing. I don't know much about it. You know, I think, more about it than I do. I just know what I've read. Basically, this guy had like a, a very sketchy zoo type thing where he had like exotic cats um my mom has been watching it she said he would take the cubs away from the mamas basically as soon as they were born which is so not okay um and he basically had this he basically had this feud with this woman carol baskin who i guess owned a big cat sink a rescue or something proper rescue somebody ordered a hit on somebody i don't know everyone says it is the craziest shit they've ever seen and i am intrigued i also was interested in making a murderer and you weren't i so we gave i would still i still haven't seen all of making a murderer before we jump over to that tiger king this this documentary um i am sad to hear that this guy has any chance of getting out of prison because to me, if you mess with animals, it's same like right. Mess with people, like you, no, you know, he shouldn't be allowed out of prison. Up. Bye. Um, you are not taking good care and being a good steward o- with your dominion over the earth. You Feed need him to, to his tigers. You need to take care of what's on the earth, not take advantage of it. Um, I would. I don't know. I'm willing to give it at least the first episode a shot. If for me, if there is any sort of like, if animals get hurt or oh, no. anything i oh, no. can't watch that no it it will break the dog me. dies i'm go. out the dog dies i'm out yeah if there's Always. any any chance of an animal being hurt or anything i i refuse to watch that stuff i want it to be i don't want to like not f- pay attention to it like i want them to be t- uh, uh i want them to be held accountable for uh, the bad stuff that they're doing but i can't physically watch it so that i don't start crying just thinking about it i'm just staring at charlie asleep on the couch right now because he looks we gave him a bath yesterday and he literally looks like a golden cloud and now he's twitching as he's dreaming he's dreaming he is oh, the fluffiest. is he having a bad dream no i think he's chasing yeah he's his nose is twitching he's running his eyes are still half open because he's literally a psychopath he does drink he does still sleep like with his eyes half he open. he sleeps completely with his eyes open anyway so there's that one you did you brought up uh making a murderer I, we watched a little bit i just got we watched bored. two episodes and i was intrigued and keeping on going and you were like i don't want to this is boring yeah i got bored you're welcome to continue watching it without me i'm like the me. only person in the world who hasn't finished it so i may have to and me but mine was by choice i'm the only person who was interested that yeah, hasn't okay, finished that's it fair. okay okay <laughs> Okay. I don't think it needed a second season, but I just not about him, not about Stephen Avery. I don't think it needed a second season. If you're gonna do making a murder, make it an anthology. Don't make it just about him. Fair enough. Hear about this bearded vulture thing. Where did this come up? Was oh, this I a found photo? this on um I'm just, I found it on Reddit, I think. Just tabs I found it on Reddit. They're crazy. Yeah, so These they're... are dragons. They're not birds, they're dragons. Okay, so it's a bird. We're going all over the place, which I'm fine with. Also known as words I can't pronounce, it's a bird of prey and the only member of a ge- of the genus uh, Gypetus, Gypetus, Gypetatus, uh, 
giant potatoes. I don't know how to pronounce this thing. Um, traditionally considered an old world vulture, it actually forms a minor lineage with, okay, blah, 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 going over the other stuff. It's the only known vertebrate whose diet consists almost exclusively, meaning between 70 to 90% of bone. Bone shards. Of just bone. <laughs> bone. It's bone and bone marrow, but just bone. Um, it's, a vul- it's a vulture, so it goes after dead things, but instead of going after the meat, it goes after bones. And that is wild. Um, it's a big boy. Matt, it, it's pre- oh, let me see if I can find out how big it is. Uh, I'm on the page description. Birds can be wingspan of seven and a half to nine feet, and can be between nine and seventeen pounds. It's a big bird. That's a torso. That's a big bird. Um, man, nature's metal. They're crazy. They roll themselves in red, the reddest dirt they can find, like as legitimate war paint. Yeah, they're the only birds that uh, adorn themselves, right? Usually birds like a bird of paradise and a lot of these other ones, really colorful ones, they'll flare up their feathers and they'll do dances and stuff. No, this one but literally... It's... It's typically feathers are... Makes its own cosmetics. Yeah, its feathers are white and it'll look for red dirt or will cover itself in dirt or or use other things to actually adorn themselves and change the color. Um, It's wild. Nature's metal. (laughs) I like nature. Animals are dope. (coughs) All right. I think that is... I think that's pretty much it this week. All right. If you have any thoughts, questions, topics, anything, send us an email at openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. Jordan, what's that one again? That's openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us again this week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, I didn't ask my question. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Ugh. Hold on. Please hold. I wasn't prepared. If you had your own talk show, who would your first three guests be? First three guests? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Robin Williams. Okay. Craig Ferguson. Okay. Um, um, oh, goodness. April Ludgate. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Those would be my three. Because I feel like, because first, they're all, they're all smart. Um, Aubrey Plaza is weird and entertaining to me. And I think she's, she's adorable. She's so bad at interviews, I though. think, I, I love so it. She's so bad. I, I would, oh, I'm tied with. Also, I'm going to throw in a fourth because I know you said three, but I'm going to throw in a fourth. Um, uh, Norm MacDonald. Oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> Norm MacDonald should just be your hype man. Uh, he should be your Andy Richter. If he could be, if I had my own show and if he could be like the, 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 yeah, the Andy Richter. Oh, please. Who would you be? Um, Who would you Robert have? Downey Jr. Okay. John Mulaney. Good choice. Good choice. And... Taylor Swift. Okay. As the musical guest. Solid choices. I wouldn't have musical guests. I just have... Uh, Robin Williams would probably end up singing something. Always. Yeah. Always. In an accent. Okay, now we can say bye. All right, now, if you have any comments, emails, if you want to do something, to openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. That's openseatingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Thanks for talking to us this week. Listening bye. to us. Bye. Bye.